Oh boy, we're back again for a wonderful day. So, Rob Earth, did you like the, the thunderstorm? Ha ha ha. Well, if I knew it was going to be such a strong shower, I would have brought some shampoo or something, you know. But, Baruch Hashem, uh, the storm passed. It was a well needed rain. Uh, at least it watered my lawn. I don't know about anybody else's, but it watered mine. Anyway, so, uh, okay, so uh, we're ready to start? I'm ready as soon as you're ready. You just give the signal, and I'll be ready. I'm ready. Okay. So, here we go. Uh, welcome to another edition of Storytime with Rabbi Itzy Herbs and his sidekick, me, Yossi! Yossi, what did you eat for lunch today? It wasn't what I ate for lunch. It's what I ate for supper. Boy, it's, it, it gave me such pep. I'm alive. Uh, I hope you calm down for the story. <laughs> if it's a great story, I'm sure I'll calm down. You know, when you get a real good story, you know, I just sit there and I listen and I don't disturb. <laughs> this I gotta see. Okay, anyways. Okay, so let me remind everybody. Well, what's the matter with you? Are you chewing a bubble gum or something? No, no, no. I just, uh, okay, you know, I, just, I was just thinking about the story. What were you thinking about the story? You just have to tell us, though. You don't have to think about it. No, but I was thinking about it because I never told the story before. Uh-oh, that means it's unpredictable. It's just going to be one of those things that's stretched for two weeks. No, I hope not. So let's get everything out of the way. Okay, I'm moving. No, no, no. You don't have to move this time unless you make trouble. Okay, so I'm moving. Oh, you you, you intend to make trouble? I don't know yet. <laughs> With me, you never know. <laughs> for me, it's like Purim all year round. Uh, I noticed. Okay, anyway, so... Uh, uh, let's remind everybody that you're listening to jrootradio.com. You can listen to us live on uh, 7 one, on the telephone, that is. You can listen to us live on the telephone uh, by dialing 712-432-4217. Uh, and, of course, the number we never, ever, ever, ever have to say, ever, 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 uh, to, to call in after the, you know, story is over to tell what lesson you learned. The number we never have to tell is 718-683-5858. Because everybody knows that number, 718-683-5858. You mean 683-5858. Yeah, that's what I said. 683-5858, right? Uh, maybe you should just slow it down a little bit and say it a little slower, and then everybody will understand what you're saying. Okay, I'll slow... Uh, not that slow. Okay, anyways, and if you'd like to listen to us live and on the or, or on the archives... Uh, you know, if you missed the show, you want to hear it, you just follow the menu and instructions. It's 718-506-9099. And, of course, JVIT Radio can definitely use your donations. And if you would be so kind to send donations, then by all means, call a COVID. And our address is 2829 Nostrand Avenue. Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Okay, that address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, uh, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And now... And now, if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling, or for martial arts demonstrations, or for the special show called Koyach for the Mayach for the Hamish Ailam, uh, and if somebody wants, um, you know, perhaps some artwork, or they want some, like, uh, maybe some art lessons or something like that, and, and or they want some, you know, uh, energy exercises, or, 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 or they want some self-defense exercises, you know, something like that, uh, some form, form, you know, I mean, you know, are you going to get straight to it? Oh, yeah. Then, of course, you have to call Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs at 718-375-1294 for more information. Okay, that number again is 
1-800-848-9494. And of course, don't forget, if anybody's interested in ordering any of Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs, which 99% of them are not in stores, then you can call 718-375-1294. And then, of course, no Shiloh about it. He'll be more than happy, right, Rabbi Yitzhak? Of course. Uh, he'll be more than happy to send you, or email you, actually, I should say, email you or fax you the uh, complete up-to-date list, and then you can make a, a wise decision, okay? And uh, be aware that in the Hanukkah time, <laughs> usually it's more to the list, okay? Did I do everything right? Is anything missing? <laughs> no, I guess not. Okay, so then uh, let me just remind everybody that tonight's show is dedicated for a full shalema to uh, Chaim Yosef Svi Ben Sora Miriam. Once again, tonight's show is dedicated as a Rafua Shalema to Chaim Yosef Svi Ben Sora Miriam. Okay, now, uh, just want to tell you that if anybody's interested in uh, to Google, uh, you know, naturally if you have a kosher internet or whatever it is, you want to Google and see some highlights of extreme martial arts demonstrations by me or the special Hamish show called Kayak from the Maya, then you can always Google uh, Rabbi Yitzhak's Extreme Martial Arts Demo or Koach Fun Demoach. Koach is K-O-A-C-H, F-O-O-N, Fun, Dem, D-E-M, Moach, M-O-A-C-H. Okay, so now that we got that straight, so I'm ready for the story. Wow, you're ready for the story so fast. Wow, that's unbelievable. Great timing, huh? Yeah, well, this time I'm going to try to finish the whole story and not to have to make it into a two-parter. It got a lot of information in it. All right. Okay, so uh, uh, you want me to start it? I could say the story real fast. Watch, watch. Ready? Okay, let me look at the paper. Okay, I got the paper in my hand. Okay, I'm going to say the story real fast, and I'll finish it, mamish, you know, like before the radio show's over. And happily ever after. Uh, that was a little bit too fast. Okay, I'll I'll just do it, okay? All right, and you just sit back and relax. Okay, I'll sit back and relax. And I'll uh, just start the story. Okay, tonight's story is called The Basherta. And for those who don't speak Yiddish, Basherta means the one who is destined. They usually use that terminology in Yiddish, Basherta, when one is talking about a shidduch and he finds the right shidduch to fight, uh, if a person finds the right chosen, the person finds the right kala, they usually call that, that's their Basherta. And in English, translated loosely, it would mean the destined one. Okay, and that's tonight's story. is called the Basherta, the destined one. Now, this is a story that took place in the times of the great tzaddik, Rav Shamshin Vina. Uh, he was known as Rav Shamshin the, the Vina. And uh, according to many sources, this Rav Shamshin was Rav Shamshin Wertheimer because the time period matches and so on and so forth. And he was a very big tzaddik and so on and so forth. And uh, Rav Shamshin uh, was originally uh, born in Worms, Germany or whatever it was. And then eventually in his last years, he would end up in in uh, Wien, in Austria, and he would be one of the financial ministers or um, treasurers or whatever it is, something like that, to the King Leopold I of Austria. And he was very close. And he kept such a position only because, not because it, it would give him honor. He did that because it would be good for him, for the Jewish people. But guess what? Oh, no, don't tell me. You're telling a different story? No, I'm telling a story with, the, you know, with this great tzaddik. However, I'm not going to tell it with the story. I mean, there's a lot of stories with him, but I'm not going to tell the story that has to do with him and King Leopold I. Oh, so why did you tell us that? Because I just want you to know a little bit part of the history to figure out what time period it is. Because if you understand that, then you know that this story had to take place somewhere in the early 1700s. 
okay? Because uh, this tzaddik lived from the years of uh, 1658 to 1724, which is approximately um, 66 years, something like that he lived. Okay, so anyhow, now uh, we got that out of the way, so um, let me just go straight to the story. I, you're not in the story? Uh, no, I'm in the chair right now. I mean, you're starting to act like me. <laughs> now you know how it feels. Okay, but I didn't do that from the comment. Don't worry. I was just doing it for kibitz. Okay, so here we go. Ready? I'm ready. And the audience? I'm ready. Are you the audience already? Uh, we're ready. Okay, well, that's better. Okay, this story goes back to the early 1700s, where we find the great Sadiq, Rav Shamshin. By this time, most people called him Rav Shamshin Vina. Okay, the, or Rav Shamshin the Vina, you know. And, you know, he had his uh, little uh, little um, office, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. He, he had a, uh, you know, in the shul, he had a basement medrash, and he had, uh, you know, like a, a room where he did his learning and so on and so forth. And because he was a very big tzaddik, so there was a lot of people that came to see him. And that's where our story begins. Wow, we're going to see a lot of people where? Couldn't we all fit in the studio now? No, no, Yassi, Yassi, use your imagination. We're going to... The 1700s. Oh, we're going to take the studio. Is there electricity? Because if there's no electricity, how can we put up all the microphones and all the equipment? Y'all see? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love the kid. Yes, I know that. That's because you're a kid. Okay. Anyway, so let me go right to here. Okay, so one day, there was a rich Kavir. And because it doesn't say his name, we'll call him Reb Chaim. Reb Chaim came inside, and he came to see the Hele Getzadik, Reb Shamshin Avina. Uh, excuse me, pardon me. Um, um, Heilige Tzadik, uh, uh, Rav Samson Wiener. Um, let me introduce myself. Uh, 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 my name is, 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 uh, Rav Chaim. And Baruch Hashem, ich mach a great living, and I'm making a very big living, and I'm, I'm making a nice panos, and I'm very thankful to a Kodesh Borchu, and I give a lot of tzedokah. And so... You came here to tell me this? And nine, I didn't come here to tell you this. I mean, I mean, I came here to tell you this, but but not not for that reason. And you're telling me because what's the reason then? Uh, well, well, you see, uh, what I want to tell you is like this: that even though I'm a very rich man, and I could afford to get for my daughter, who's uh, a collar, she became a collar. But I'm going to tell you who the question is in one moment. You understand? You have to be patient. And I'm uh, go ahead as much time as you need. Go right ahead if it's important to you. Then I will give you the time that you need to uh, say what you want. And please do me a favor and relax yourself. There's no reason. To be nervous at all. Yeah, 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 that's right. But I'm standing in front of a big tzaddik, and knowing that you are a big tzaddik makes me feel like nervous, okay? But you shouldn't feel nervous. Relax yourself. Be relaxed. Uh, okay, I'll be relaxed. Uh, okay. I'm going to relax myself. I'm going to make... Excuse me. Uh, 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 sorry, I, I relaxed too much, I guess. Okay. Anyways, well, let me tell you something. So, uh, you know, my daughter was old enough to become a color. I thought you said your daughter is a color. Yes, I'm telling you how she became a color. You see, now, because I'm a very rich man, you know, I could, uh, you know, uh, get a real good husband, you know what I mean? As somebody that's a very honorable person, as somebody that has a lot of money, you know, money marries into money sometimes, you know, that happens sometimes. But there's something that I have that I yashin for my daughter. You yashin from your father? Go ahead, yes, what is that? 
And besides yashening the business, I also yashen the feeling to have derecheretz, kuvid, atalmet chochem, kuvid atoyre, fashtayste. I have a lot of respect for talmidi chachomim, and I go whenever I can. If I'm near a tzaddik, I try to get a bruche, and of course I naturally stand up when a tzaddik walks in the room, atalmet chochem, and everything like this, and I'm very machashev, now, unfortunately, me, I didn't have the best head in my family as far as being able to sit down and learn so much. So that's why I kind of like took over the business for my father after he was nifte. But before he was nifte, you know, he took me into the business. He showed me the business. He explained me how to do the business. And Baruch Hashem, he did a good job at that because obviously I'm keeping the business going. And obviously I'm making some money. And obviously, so if I'm making some money, that means the business is going good. And and and, and, and I can give Shadoka. And then... And your point is? Ah, uh, uh, yeah, my point. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the point is that, that um, what I want to say is that I could have taken... Anybody that I wanted because I have the money to do this. But you know what I did instead? I respected Talmud Chochem and I decided that my daughter, can I know her? My kleine daughter is not so klein anymore. She grew up already, you know. My daughter Malkele, she has a name Malkele, like she's a queen. And therefore she should have a real king uh, for a husband. And I don't mean a king with uh, materialistic things with uh, thousands of thousands of rubles. And no, 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 nothing like that. I wanted that my daughter should marry a Talmud Chuchim. That's what it is. And therefore, I went looking, not for somebody that has money. No, no, no. That wasn't important to me because, Baruch Hashem, I have what I need. And if I take somebody who doesn't have money, I could support them. My main goal was I was looking for a Talmud Chuchim. You have get kicked, and you have get kicked, and you have get kicked. I looked, and I looked, and I looked, and tried to find a Talmud Chuchim. I finally found this Bucher. He's gewaldig a Talmud Chuchim. And the Midas, he has this unbelievable, mamish, a pelletic thing, unbelievable Midas. Very, very, very fine boy. You understand? Very fine boy. So what I did was, I approached him about the Shidduch, and he said, but he said, Oni, he has no money, he has not, and, and, and he just likes to learn. So I said, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And he said, but how could I marry him to a family like this? And then, and your point is? Uh, yeah, my point is that, that, that I took him, even though he has no money. And, and Robert, let me tell you something. I bought him a whole new wardrobe. He had no clothing. He was just a smart clay there, you know. I bought him nice clothing. We marked the halachai, marked the boat, and everything. So, uh, 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 That's very nice. And your purpose of coming here? Uh, yeah, yeah, my purpose of coming here is like this, you know. I, I told you before, I have a lot of respect for Talmud Chachamim. And uh, I was just wondering because I know that the Heilig Tzadik Rav Shamshin Bina is a groise Talmud Chochem, a groise tzaddik, and I was just wondering, just wondering out loud, you know, I hope I'm not too loud, but I'm, I'm wondering out loud if maybe the Heilig tzaddik would like to be, oh, actually, I shouldn't say like to be, I would be honored if the Heilig tzaddik, Rab Shamsin, would decide to be the Meshadik Edushin for my daughter's chasine, Zusammen mit this Buche, which is a Talmud Chuchem. What do you say, eh? You can do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting, your request. I wish that I would be able to do that. However, however, let me point out to something to you, that I have a very tight and busy schedule, and it makes it very difficult for me to commit myself to be the Masada Kedushin by Yodoras Hasana. But instead, 
I will give a bracha that they should be zoicha, your new son-in-law, Be'ez Hashem, and your daughter should be zoicha, to be boina, bias, never be Israel, they should build a mamish, a wonderful, wonderful house among Klal Yisrael. Yes. Zai gesund, zai gewünscht. Uh, all right, thank you, at least I got a brocha. Yashikoyach, yashikoyach, yashikoyach. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you. Meanwhile, what happened was as follows. This chassan was brought back to the town, and of course, the kala Malka met him. Oh, you're so sweet. Yes, indeed. Tati, he's definitely a sweet boy. Yes, he has wonderful meadows and everything. Uh, and then mommy, she's a, yeah, he's a, he's a all of the mindless. I like it. And, he, and he's a big Tomahawk. I, I respect him. That's great. Wonderful. So happy. So uh, we make the Lachayim and everything is fine. Fine, fine, fine. And so, sure enough, he made another Lachayim, not just for his immediate family or like when he originally did it, but now he made it for other people. And some of Malki's friends came to this L'chaim. Oh, did you notice something over there? Look at the chassan. Look at him. He looks like such a nebuch, nebuch. What do you mean by that? Oh, what do I mean by that? Take a look at her. Look at him. Look at her. She comes from... Do you know where he comes from? No. He comes from a poor person's home. He didn't have a, a, a decent shirt to put on his back. I mean, uh, the Gevir, Rav Chaimu, you know, Malki's father, she went over, uh, I mean, he went over, I mean, yeah, well, he went over, and, and, and then, and then, um, um, you know, he went over, and he, um, uh, how should I say it? Yeah, say it. Oh, oh, he 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 went over and bought him a whole set of clothing because <laughs> he didn't have any. <laughs> Why is that funny? Oh, come on, Malky deserves better than that. Okay, don't you think so? Well, then let's go tell her. Our Malky, Malky. Oh, Brindy, how are you, Brindy? Ah, Sarla, how are you? Very good, I think. Yes, very good. But you know what I was thinking? You know, uh, you're still engaged, but you're not married yet. Why don't you break off the engagement? Take a look who he is. What do you mean? He's a big Talmud Chacham. And I respect the Talmud Chacham. And I want to marry him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she wants to marry him. You don't get it, do you? You know, after he gets married to you, and after you're married, what is he going to do for Panessa? Oh, my father's going to support us because he's going to learn. <laughs> and when you need something special, you're going to go like a little baby, go, excuse me, Tati, I need some of this. Can I have some money? Excuse me, Tati. Oh, come on, don't be ridiculous. Why can't he just go out and work and still learn Tyra? He could do both, you know. Uh, but but he's a big, big Talmachachim, not just simple around-the-middle Talmachachim. He's a very, very, very big Talmachachim. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she is. Not she, he. Oh, yes, right. I'm sorry. I did drink a Lachaim over here. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't be drinking. Oh, <laughs> well, Baruch Hashem, I'm married already, and um, uh, my husband has a wonderful job, and he makes nice money, Baruch Hashem, and of course, I have whatever I need. <laughs> I wonder if you will, if I was you. But I'm not you. But of course, unfortunately, I, her friends, that is, Malkus' friends, kept butchering to her, and butchering, which means... They pestered her and kept telling these things. And slowly but surely she was having a little bit of negative feelings because, you know, if you keep telling somebody something, even though they don't want to believe it, but eventually it enters into the mind and something rubs off. As the old Chazal tell us, if a person walks into a perfume store and walks right out, it's very hard not to walk out smelling like perfume. So that means if you hang out with a Talmud Chacham, and you hang around the right people that filled with Kedusha, yes, that Kedusha will rub off on you. But just the same, it's hard to walk into a den of skunks and not come out smelling like a skunk. So unfortunately, her friends were not really a great pair of friends. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no way. Well, eventually, the chasna came about, and she was married. Malka was married. And Chaim did exactly what was made up with Malki's father. He went to the base of Medrash to learn. And learn he did. And one day, one of Malki's friends came over. So, so now you're married about a month already. <laughs> and uh, you live in that little junky place over there. It's not junky. <laughs> so how come you're wearing the same kind of dress? You see, look at me. I could change my dress every day. You wear the same dress sometimes two, three times. <laughs> well, if I want to, I could ask my father, and he'll buy me other dresses. How do you like that? <laughs> oh, you're so funny. That's my point. What are you, little baby? You gotta go back to your papa. <laughs> oh, Tati, can I have this? Can I have that? I don't have to do that. I'm happily married, Baruch Hashem. And my husband learns. He goes to a shear, but he also works, and he makes a nice parnasa poo-poo-poo. How do you like that? Hmm. I hear what you're saying. And eventually it started to rub into her. And one day when she was sitting at the table with her husband, Chaim, she said, you know, I was just thinking, you know, it's nice that you're a Ben Tyra and everything. It was great. But I feel bad that every time I need something, I have to go to my father to ask. I was just wondering out loud, maybe it's time that you should go to work a little bit. I'm not saying Chas me should stop learning Tyra. Oh, no, 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 no. I fully respect the Talmud Chalam, but there's no reason why you can't do both. You could be a learner-earner. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, what do I say? Well, let me tell you what I say. I say that what you're asking me is totally ridiculous because you know very well that I only agreed to the Shidduch because your father said I'll be able to learn for the rest of my life, or as long as he's around and able to support us. And therefore, that's exactly why I agreed to the Shidduch. And anything you need, you shouldn't be 
feeling embarrassed or feel bad in any way or feel insulted or put down that you have to ask your father because that's part of the deal. Okay? So as far as working goes, true, you could be a worker earner, but you know, it's not the same. I am truly a person that takes my learning very seriously. And therefore, every moment that I can learn, that's exactly what I do. Now, I can understand if somebody is not such a deep, strong masman, doesn't have the gadul to be able to sit and learn, I would understand that. However, I do. And that's one of the reasons why I only agreed to get married if I'll be able to be supported and sit and learn. Oh, you know, I don't get it. You gotta start working. There's no reason why you can't do both. So you won't go to sleep so early at night. So... Who says I go to sleep early right now? Ay, 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 ay. I want you to work. Please, go to work. I, I just still feel too embarrassed to go over and ask my father. And so what ended up happening was she pestered him day after day, only because her friends pestered her. So she pestered him. And one day he went to her father. Now listen, so that's the story. And that's what's going on. Oh, there's, there's nothing to worry about. My, my daughter doesn't understand what it means to have a, such a, a, a Ben Tyra like you. I wouldn't worry about it. And my daughter doesn't have, I'll talk to my daughter and tell her she doesn't have to feel embarrassed to come and ask her tante for stuff, okay? And I'll, I'll, I'll tell her, I'll tell her. And try as he did. It didn't help. Because we all know how it is. Parents don't seem to know as much as our, quote, quote, our friends do. Everybody always seems to listen to our friends more than we listen to our parents, unfortunately. And not that we can't have friends that know what they're talking about, but we can also have parents that know what they're talking about too, you know. So uh, what happened was is she just listened to the bad influence from her bad friends. We understand what it says in Pirkei is that, you know, you got to stay away from bad neighbors and bad friends. So meanwhile, let's continue with the story. Ay, 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 ay. This is getting ridiculous. I'm not going to go to work. Please stop pestering me. You know, you're ruining our shalom bias. I'm ruining our shalom bias. You're ruining our shalom bias. I get so embarrassed every time I have to go to my father and ask him for something, and you, and you don't want to work. You're the one that's ruining the shalom bias here, not me. You are, you are, you are, you are, you're so mean. Why don't you go out of work? Go out of work. I'm not stopping you from learning. As far as I'm concerned, you can learn everything you like to learn. Stay up a whole night as far as I'm concerned. But I want you to work. I want you to work. I want you. I want you. I want you. And suddenly he just couldn't take it anymore. And he picked himself up. And his bocha, oh, I don't know if I told you his name was Yehuda, but anyways, Yehuda picked himself up and he left. And he just couldn't take it. And he decided, where should he go? Then he suddenly remembered, ah, yes, I know where I can go. Ah, my father-in-law loves to go and see and speak and get brachas from the great tzaddik, Rav Shamshin Vina. Sure, I'll, I'll go all the way there. Yeah, I'll go to Vina and, and, and I'll speak to him there. Yeah, that's exactly what I'll do. And so he went and he got there as fast as he could, but he didn't have a horse because if you had a horse, you can go... But he didn't have a horse, so he couldn't even go slowly and go, or couldn't do any of these things. So instead, what he did was he went by foot. Eventually, he got to Vien, 
And he came and he got an appointment to see the Helik Tzadik, Rav Shamshin. And Rav Shamshin said, Yes, Yehuda, please sit down. Why do you look so upset? And because the reason why I was so upset, because I agreed to this shidduch only simply because I, I, I thought that I was going to be able to learn, you know, for, for a long time, as long as my, my shver is still around and, and he was able to support me. So I thought for sure that I'm going to be able to learn. And that is correct. As a matter of fact, when I spoke to your shver, um, he is so praising of you. I mean, he, I, 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 how should I put the words? He, he was like praising you from one end of the world to the other, so to say, because he was so proud of you that you're a ben, a big talmud chokum, and and he respects that, and that's what he wanted. He said he could have gotten the rich person's son, but he didn't want that. He wanted somebody like you, and that's why he took you. And maybe I should talk to his daughter. Uh, maybe I should talk to your wife. What do you say? Uh, I wish it would be possible, but Malki doesn't listen to anything. Her father tried to talk to her, and she wouldn't listen. Hey, I'm telling you, it's really bad, really bad. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm just, like, running away. And that's what I'm going to do. Now, 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 Yehuda, don't get hasty. Please, don't run away. Running away is a very bad thing. You know, maybe sit down and together we can work out this solution. Maybe we can find a solution to the problem. It can be worked out. After all, I feel very strongly that she is your Varsherta. She is the one that's destined to be with you. Yeah, I thought so also. But the way she's acting, I can't see how. I just can't see. I, I just can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I mean, I, I, I thought you would give me some quick uh, advice that I could just go home and, and, and just tell her something and then she'll stop bothering me. But, but you're saying we have to sit down and work on a solution. I just can't take it anymore. I just can't. I can't take it anymore. Where, where are you going? Sit down. Let's work it out. No, I just can't take it anymore. I, I have to leave. I, I can't stay. I, I can't stay with her. She's driving me crazy. I, I, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm going to go. Wait, 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 wait. Come back here, please. Yehuda, Yehuda, don't go away. Yehuda, Yehuda. Ay, 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 ay. He ran out the door. And sure enough, Yehuda ran out the door. He opened that door as quickly as he could. And he slammed it shut. A real good zetz. Yeah, he shook up the whole building. Yeah, it was a real good zetz when he closed that door. Ah, unbelievable. Anyways, I guess until he calms down and comes back to me, I won't be able to uh, to help him. But I'm sure that Hashem will guide him the right way. No, no, as I guide this. I'll be misspelled for him. And sure enough, he ran away. And nobody knew where he was. And Malki was looking around. Oh, Tati, you, Tati. Yeah, what's the problem? What's the problem? No, 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 show me, show me, show me. Hey, what's the problem? Well, Tati... My husband didn't come home from the base of Medrash. And you know that? Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I now know that now. Are you with me? I maybe fell asleep on the Gamua. Or maybe he's still learning. I'll go to the base of Medrash. I'll take a look. I'll be back in a minute. Okay, here I remember the base of Medrash. <laughs> All right. Ah, hi. Menachem uh, Mendel. After you saw my son-in-law. Uh, your son-in-law. Um, I saw him... Uh... Was uh, the last time I saw him was this morning. Well, after that, I didn't see him. What are you talking about? She's not here? Menashe. Ask his name, my son in law. You see my son in law? You have fell in love. 
Uh, yeah, this morning, uh, after Shachrushi was here, and then he was in a rush to go somewhere. I don't know where he went, but he, he went right away, right away, right away. He went away. I don't know where he is. I don't understand this. Didn't go to the base of Madras. He wasn't, wasn't here the whole day. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is terrible. I don't know where he is. Uh, let me go back to my daughter. Hello, Malkile, Malkile, Zugme, tell me, Malkile, uh, did your husband say that he was going somewhere today? No. Uh-huh. Let me ask you a question, Malkula. Uh, did you have a fight? Tati! Uh, I'm, I'm just asking. I mean, you know, it's not my business because you have, you're supposed to be married and I'm not supposed to mix in, but I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean... Tati! Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I guess uh, she probably doesn't want to tell me that... Uh, I don't want to think lost and horror, but you know, but I'm sure she probably bogged him a little bit. And he just went out for a while for some fresh air, and he'll come back, he'll come back. But one day passed by, a second day passed by, a third day passed by, a week passed by, and he still didn't come home. I don't understand this. Where could you have be? Hello, uh, Yorsele over there. Yorsele, oh, he's talking to me. <laughs> I didn't see him either. I have no idea because I never heard this story from Robert before. So I don't know where your son-in-law went. Uh, Yossi, he wasn't talking to you, Yossi. You're not the only Yossi around. He was talking to that Yossi over there. <gasps> oh, the guy with the mustache and the long beard. Uh, yes, that Yossi. Uh, go, go, go ahead. Um, uh, Chaim, continue. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoshele, Yoshele, he doesn't mean me. No, no, no. Could you please? Uh, oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, Yoshele. Sure, my life. You know, you coming to me, usually wait for me to come to you for a donation. But I don't need one today. But Hashem, I got a little bit of work to chop some firewood. It's Gibaldi. So, uh, what can I do for you? Uh, I just want to know if you see my son in law. Uh, the last time I saw your son in law was my Sachris about. It's more than a week ago. You know, Taka, come to think of it. He wasn't my sacrifice. Is he all right? Is he sick or something? Uh, no, 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 nothing to worry about. And the weeks would go on. And months would pass by. And they realized that he ran away and wasn't coming home. Do you see that? You had to argue with him all the time, all the time. You had to tell him he has to go to work. You know, I told you, you have a hush of a younger man that was going to be a big Talmud Choch and maybe he's going to be the next Godelador or something. And he was supposed to learn. I was going to support him as long as possible. Nah, you're too shy and embarrassed. Who told you this? The Ganser Laban, your whole life, when you wasn't married, you, did, you didn't have no shyness, no problem to ask your tati for, I want this, I want this, I need a new dress, I need a new toy, I want this, whatever. You always had no problem with it. Now, all of a sudden, why? Because your friends told you something? Don't mix in my friends. Oh, really? You know what? I won't mix in with your friends. Your friends are such good people. They help you ruin your marriage over there. Why don't you go to your friends and speak to them? You know what? I will. Okay? I will. My friends are good to me. Yeah, I hope so. All right. <laughs> it's bad what's going on with the younger generation, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, imagine he's saying that in the 1700s. Whew. I wonder what people say about the younger generation in this day and age. <laughs> well, that's a good question, but that has nothing to do with the story right now. Let's go back to the story. Okay, here we go. I'm in the story again. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, very good. Oh, continue, guys. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. So my daughter, she's going to go over there. Vice versa, she's going there to her friends. That's where we're up to. 
Okay, take it away. I don't want to take it away. I like the story. Okay, just, just Yossi, you've been talking to him. Uh, no, I wasn't. No, uh, no, don't worry. He wasn't talking to me. Uh, I was talking to him. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, he. he I mean, please, let's go. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Malka, your turn. Oh, okay. Oh, la 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 dum dum. Hello, it's me. Oh, hi. Oh, it's good to see you. So let me ask you a question, Malkala. Um, did your husband go to work yet? Hmm? Hmm? Well, not exactly. Well, if he did, well, I don't know where he is. I mean, I don't know where he's working. I mean... What are you talking about? Why are you talking in riddles? Why don't you just tell me what's going on? Okay, I'll tell you. I'm very lonely because the past two months or so, uh, my husband has not been home. What? What kind of job did he get? Um, <coughs> um, I'm sorry to interrupt. I couldn't help overhearing. Um, what kind of job um, did your husband get? Well, I don't know that you should ask that. You know, she looks very upset. Um, is there a problem that my friend is asking you this? Oh, no, no, no. I have no idea. Just that one day... Uh, you know, I kept doing what you said, and I kept telling him to go to work, and go to work, and go to work, and go to work, and then he just got up very angrily one day, and he just left, and he never came back. Oh, dear. Your husband left you. Oh, that's a shame. I'm terribly sorry. Well, anyways, um, I have my own family to take care of. Well, I was just wondering, you know, uh, maybe we could get together, and then we could have a schmooze, and maybe we could do something together, you know. Like old time sakes, you know, after all, we're friends. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, sure, some other time. Right now I have my family to take care of. Bye. Yes, and I have my family. Goodbye. And I have mine, so don't even tell me to stop from walking. I just came back from shopping, and then I gotta go bring my food here to, to my family. Goodbye. Yes, but, but hello. What kind of friends are these? First, they tell me to beg my husband to go to work so I should have everything and I shouldn't have to come on to anybody else. And they have everything. And now that my husband left me, they're not even trying to comfort me. They're not trying to give me any, any advice how to find my husband. Instead, they're, they're, they're looking for excuses how they shouldn't help me or talk to me. I guess my father was right. These aren't good friends. <laughs> what am I going to do? And so what ended up happening was... Reb Chaim began to realize that his daughter was very unhappy. And this began to make him unhappy, although he still respected Talmud Chachamim, and although he definitely wanted a Talmud Chacham for his daughter. But he was so upset now at Yehuda that he made his daughter so unhappy. And then there was a neighbor who lived not too far. As a matter of fact, really not too far. As a matter of fact, this neighbor was right next door. And this neighbor was a very, very, um, <clears throat> not what you would call the most Ehrlicher person around. No, no, no. He wasn't such an upright person. No, no, no. Wow, 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 wow. It looks like <laughs> this Hussein, uh, this Yehuda person, <laughs> He left Rav Chaim's daughter Malka. You know something? I could use a shidduch myself. You know my wife died a few years ago. I could use a new shidduch. 
I could marry Malka, but I can't because she's an Aguna. You know, it would be great because if I can marry Malka, then I'll yashin the whole business from my future father-in-law. <laughs> so then I, Shmulek, won't be poor Shmulek. <laughs> I'll be the rich Shmulek. <laughs> oh, I like it the more I think about it. But, you know, I, I, you know, I, I definitely got to get a get somehow. I, I got a plan. <laughs> oh, I got a plan. <laughs> right, let me just knock on the door. Rabhaim, are you in? Rabhaim, Rabhaim, it's Mullock over here. Hello, hello. And one second, I'm coming. One second, one second. Hi, Mullock, what can I do for you? What can you do for me? Now, listen to me. I heard I said, a terrible thing. There's a rumor going around. I don't want Rahilas to go around, and I won't listen to her to go around, whatever, you know. But, but people are talking in the streets. Uh, your son in law, Yehuda, Ahotzbe. He ran away and he left your daughter all alone. Now that's terrible. How could a guy do that? You know what? Uh, for a small fee, you know, like maybe, uh, um, 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 make me an offer I can't refuse. You mean like I should offer you like a thousand rubles? Yeah, that would be great. Offer me a thousand rubles and I'll be willing to travel around until I find your son-in-law, okay? Give me his name and his description, and I'll try to find your son-in-law. Then I'll do two things. One, I'll either go over and schlep him back here, or I'll schlep into a bastion and make him give a get. What do you say to that? Well, if you're going to do something like that, okay. I could live with that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I give you a thousand. Yeah, yeah, I give you a thousand room, not a problem. You just do what you said. And you find my son-in-law. You understand? <laughs> of course I understand. What do you think? Uh, 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 my head is made out of wood? Sometimes I wonder. Ah, uh, don't, don't wonder too much. Okay, let me just get on my horse here. Let me gallop away. All right, now I'm coming to one of these stetlers here. Let me just slow now. Now slow down a little more. All right, let me tie up my horse over here. Excuse me, sir. I I'm looking for uh, this particular person uh, by the name of Yehuda. He started to give the whole description and everything. Well, to tell you the truth, I understand everything you're talking about. It's a wonderful description. You maybe should be an artist one day because you make a beautiful description the way you describe something, you know. But however, I must tell you that it so happens that I never saw this person in my life. You understanding? And so he went through the whole town. And after he went through that town, he went to another town. Oh, I see. You I hear the description. I hear the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But however, I just want you to know that I I think you're looking in the wrong place because we never thought such a person come here. Sorry, sorry. Goodbye. All right, no problem. I'll go to another place. Excuse me, sir. And he would go from town to town. Excuse me, sir, and maybe you can help me. Was is Lars? You want I should help you? Yeah. And what is this? You want to buy something for my store? And uh, no, I want to know if you ever met this person named Yehuda, and he looks like. And he described him again, and he gave the whole description and everything like that. 
Nope, I'm sorry. Nope, not at all. Never in my life did I ever see such a person in this village, in this turtle. Sorry. And of course, he finally got frustrated. Oh, this is ridiculous. I thought it would be an easy thousand rubles. I mean, where can a poor kid run? My goodness, what do you do, run to China or something? Yeah, but the kid doesn't speak Chinese. I and I, I mean, I can't, I can't believe it. What am I going to do? Uh, you know, if, if I don't bring back the get, or I don't bring back this kid, then, you know, I'll never get my thousand rubles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. I may not get a thousand rubles, but I get nine hundred. If I got an idea. Oh, there's a nice little poor fellow over there. Excuse me, uh, can I talk to you? You're trying to talk to me? Uh, yes, I'm trying to talk to you. Okay, then very good. You can talk to me. Tell me what it is. All right. Um, Listen, I want you to do me a favor. I will pay you one hundred rubles. Did you ever collect in one day one hundred rubles? No. I look here, I collect five, six groschen, but you give me what? Oh boy, 100 rubles, what I have to do? Uh, it's very simple. All you got to do is the following. I'm going to take you to a bastion, and you got to stick to the story that I tell you. And if you stick to the story, and they buy it. They're going to buy something? No, no, no. They, they, that means that, that they, they, they believe the story. They believe what you're saying, and they're going to write a get. A get? But the... Uh... I'm not getting divorced. No, 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 no. The person that they think you are is getting divorced. Oh, you want me to pretend I'm somebody else? That's right. You got that right. You understand? Okay, very good. So I understand now what you want. You want I should pretend I'm somebody else and then say whatever you tell me to say. And then if I do this and uh, they give you the paper, whatever it is you want, then you give me 100 rubles outside from the basement, right? That's right. You got that straight. Okay, what do you say? They like the idea very much. I do what you say. Not problem. Okay? Uh, all right. Okay. Now, remember, you, you, you rehearsed everything I told you? Yes, I know. My name is Yehuda. Yes. Yehuda Ben Ezalbin. Yes. Okay, I got everything down to pick. Don't worry. Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Yes. Okay. 100 rubles. More than I make in a month, two months, three months. <laughs> I won't have to go to door to door for a little while. Okay. Very good. I'm going to do this. And Sheldon McMahon, hi, like a bastion. Uh, you know, um, my job was, I was hired to either bring this uh, Hassan back home to his wife or bring a get. Now, I found this person, Yehuda Ben Zalman. Uh, your name is Yehuda Ben Zalman, right? Yes, my name is Yehuda Ben Zalman. And you were married to Malka Bas Reb Chaim, right? Yes, I was married to Malka Bas Reb Chaim. And now you don't want to uh, stay married. And uh, that's why you left her, but you realize you did something wrong and, and you want her to get married again. You don't want to be such a mean guy, so you're willing to give a get, right? Yes, I'm willing to give a get. If the best thing will write out get, I will sign whatever the, the witness, whatever, everything, whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. Very well. Fine, not a problem. Okay, we will call the cipher out here. We'll get witnesses together, and we'll scribe a get. And sure enough, they wrote a get. And the Bezdin was fooled. They thought that this poor Yid, who was getting a hundred rubles, was the real Yehuda ben Zalman.
but he really wasn't. And so he was able to get a mamish aget, and it was stamped and sealed with the seal of the Besden. And he took it with him, and he went out the courtroom. Suddenly the other guy said, Excuse me, you forgot something. You have to... Oh, yeah, 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 sure, 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 yeah. But come this way. I don't want the person to see. Okay, here, here, here you go, here you go, okay? <laughs> Enjoy it. Remember, don't tell anybody what happened. Yes, for 100 rubles. <laughs> I not say anything until the rubles run out. Well, of course, I want, if I meet you again, to give me more rubles, so I'll never say anything. Don't worry. Bye, bye. Yeah, bye, bye. <laughs> and so he made his way back to town, to where he was, to where Rabbi Chaim was. And he brought and he showed Reb Chaim the get. And so, here it is. Here's the get. It's sealed by the Besdin. What do you say to that? <laughs> well, it looks like now my daughter can get married again. All right. I understand. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Okay, we'll put her out on the market. <laughs> That's perfect. Now I'm going to go to my other part of my plan. I already spoke to the Shatchan. <laughs> Just give him a reminder. So, you know what to do. Oh, don't worry. I know exactly what I have to do. You want I should read a shidduch with uh, Reb Chaim's daughter, and I should bring it up like I'm the one that brought it up, not you, okay? Don't worry. I bring it up. Don't worry. And sure enough, he read the shidduch. And Reb Chaim thought it's a gewalde kazach. After all, short gewalde. This Reb Shmulek turns out he's a very nice guy. Look, he went so far and wide. He was gone for a, quite a while. He, he should have got more than a thousand uh, rubles, but he was satisfied. Such a person with such this, yeah, he belongs in my family. And of course, he had no idea what was going on. You know, now that uh, my daughter's engaged again, I'm going to try one more time. Maybe this time, the Heidek and of Shamsen Wiener will want to uh, beat him with other conditions. Yeah, okay. And so he made his way to the Heilige Rav Shamshin Vina. And Rav Shamshin heard what was going on. One second. Are you trying to tell me that your Hassan Yehuda gave a get? Uh, may I see this get? Yeah, sure. Right here it is. Hmm. Let me see the get. I see. Very interesting. And Rav Shamshin started thinking to himself, I have a suspicion that there's something wrong here. Let me just check again. Let me ask a few questions. Uh, excuse me, Rav Chaim. And who, may I ask, is the one that found the chassan to get the get? Uh, it was a neighbor of mine. Uh, I'm always one of my neighbors, Shmulek. Interesting. And who, may I ask, is the chassan? It's so funny. It turns out that the shatran read a shidduch with my daughter... To Reb Shmulek. Hmm. Very interesting. Hmm. Wait a minute. Normally I don't come to be Masada the Kedushin. But in this case I think I should. Because if I don't go, then she'll marry. And maybe this is not a real get. Hmm. If I say I'm coming, I will have some chance and time to investigate a little bit more. Uh, excuse me, Rab Chaim. You know what? It'll be my pleasure to be Masada Kedushin by your daughter's chasana. Well, I, I can't believe my ears. Wow, this must be very special because you normally don't do this. I know. But being that this is a second marriage, I want to make sure that it comes with a blessing. So therefore, I must come to be Masada Kedushin. <laughs> Just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And sure enough, 
Rab Shamshin was mispalo. And his tefillah seemed to be answered. Because all of a sudden, one day, while he was in the middle of his investigation, there was a knock on the door. Who is there? Please come in. Yes. Uh, hey, hey, look at Sadik, uh, Rab Shamshin. Um, I'm very sorry. Um, Yehuda. Wow. So you're alive, Moruch Hashem. I'm very sorry to hear that you gave again. Huh? Get? I never gave again. What are you talking about? I didn't think so. So tell me, why are you back? Uh, well, I, I thought about it. I had a chance to clear my head. I know it took a, come, come out a whole year already, but, but uh, the fact is I realized that, you know, I should have patience like the great tzaddik that you are, and I should have the patience and, and really work it out, and, and I should use your advice and everything. So I came back to ask you mechila. You definitely have my mechila. Now listen to me. There's something fishy going on with a very bad and unerlich, mamish, a terrible, terrible neighbor of Rav Chaim. And uh, we have to put a stop to it. Well, why didn't I just go over and say that I never gave a get? Not possible, because you signed a get. But I, but I didn't sign a get. I know. But there's a signature there with your name, Yehuda ben Zalman. And it also says everything there with the proper dionym and everything, and it's an official get. So I have a different plan. Listen to me. Well, you think it'll work? I'm positive. It will certainly work. And so what ended up happening was... Rav Shamshin arrived on the day of the Chassanah, and everybody was singing in the streets. First, Oizarul Atzadik, and then, of course, they started to march down to the Chuppah. And as they were going to the Chuppah, uh, people were singing. But as they were doing that. Suddenly, somebody jumped right in front of the chuppah. Uh, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, uh, you over there, uh, Shmulek, you owe me $1,000. You owe me 1,000 rubles. Now, you ought to pay up. How can you go over and get married without taking care of your chuppahs? Uh, chutzpah, okay? Uh, you owe me 1,000 rubles. And uh, look, I have a star right over here. And of course, it was a fake star, but he was holding it in his hands. And suddenly, Rav Shamshin said, Raboisai, Raboisai. Hold on a minute. We can't have a chuppah going on. There's some sikhsuch going on here. So tell you what. Do me a favor and do yourself a favor. Uh, pay the man what you owe him. He has a star. <laughs> a star? What are you talking about? I don't owe this guy any money. I never saw this guy in my entire life. Are you sure about that? I'm positive. I never saw this guy in my entire life. I swear to you that I never saw this guy. Now, can we get on with the Hashina? Absolutely not. What? What are you talking about? One moment. Excuse me, Rav Chaim, come over here. Yes, what is it? Can you look at the person that was holding that star over there? Do you recognize him? Uh, you heard that? Is that you? What? Uh, yes, my name is Yehuda. And I happen to be the husband to Malka. You can't be because I, you gave a get. Really? Um, you brought me to a Dintora, but you just swore, didn't you, that you never saw me your entire life. And all of a sudden, the people in the crowd started saying, 
And then all of a sudden, there was a clap on the tish over there. Moira Ramoisai, the Chosen's father-in-law, Rav Chaim, says this meal should not go to waste. Instead of being a Suda for Chasna, it'll be a Suda Saidah that uh, Yehuda came back to his wife Malka. And sure enough, it was a big, beautiful Suda And Malka went over to Yehuda and said, You know something? I am so, so sorry. I hope you might hold me. Could you please give me Mechila? I was so wrong. My friends were wrong. My father was 100% right. You are a Talmud Chochem, and as long as he's supporting, I shouldn't be embarrassed because this is a very good life to live. To be married to a Talmud Chochem and yet be supported, it's wonderful. I'll never ask you to go to work again, never. And sure enough, she never did ask him to go to work. And naturally, they had Shalom Bias once again. And naturally, they had a wonderful family they brought up. And that's the way it goes. That's the way that particular story goes. Wow, it's fantastic, Rabbi Yerbs. Did you notice I got quiet after a while? Yes, Baruch Hashem. Okay, so uh, do we have some time for some phone calls? Yes, we do. Okay, so let's hear it. Okay, hello, you're on the line. What is your name? Mordecai Simon. Okay, Mordecai Simon. Oh, we didn't hear from you in a while. Okay, and... Uh, I, I always called in, but I couldn't get on the... Okay, you got on now. I, I always listened, but I couldn't get on the... Okay, you got on now. So what le- <laughs> what lesson did you learn in tonight's story? Um, you should always have keep it of aim and listen to your parents. Right. Because whatever they say is is for the, is for the good, is right. the best. Right. And you, you should listen more to your parents than to your friends. Very good. Very good. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Also, you should always have Sean Bias. That's, that's 100% correct. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hi, Imran. Okay, and Chaim, what lesson you learn tonight's story? <coughs> that you should listen to your husband and don't try to force him to go to work. Let him do what he wants. If there's another way to be supported, yes, yes. All right, because just Tamazai to be, you know, like, let him do what he wants, but then there's not going to be any food in the house. But in this case, it was part of the deal that was made that he should be able to learn and not go to work because he'll be supported by his father-in-law in this particular case. So in such a case like that, you're right. Okay, and okay, let's go to the next call. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello. Hi. Okay, you got in, Masha. I did. Ma- yeah, yeah, but you yeah. got to hurry up because... You Sorry, gotta, I you didn't got... call the other two weeks because yeah, no, I, know I was in Camden Gila and Cam I know that. I did give the shout-out. I don't know if anybody told you that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Okay. Okay, anyway, but... I only have one lesson over okay, here. So, so but let's... don't worry. By next week after Rosh Hashanah, I'll be sure to have another one. Okay? okay? So, okay. so the lesson I learned is that you should not try to write a very false get because even though... Uh, it may look uh, authentic. It doesn't really uh, match the description. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, that's right. Because even if yes, you... and <laughs> right. you shouldn't really try to state such a false case of the best. Then it's not a good thing. You know that, Shaker. Right. And by yes. the way, I see since uh, Rosh Hashanah is going to be coming around the bend by next week, 
I'm going to keep an eye on your Derech Eretz, and I want you to repent for your Averis when Yom Kippur comes around, okay? I'll try my best. I really will, okay? Uh, yes, uh, yes. Zicha. Okay, and see you next Rabbi week, Yerushal. okay? Yes, After Hashanah. Okay, we have to go to the next last caller. The last caller. The whole switchboard is full over here. Any, meeny, miny, mo, take that one, okay? That says, okay, hello. You might be the lucky one that's the last caller. Okay, uh, what's your name? Hello? Yes, what's your name? I want to say that you should never lie and you should always have shown bias. That is correct. Thank you very much. Okay, Colter, and that's all the time we have, even though the whole switchboard is lit up over here. But, unfortunately, that's all the time we have. So, until next week, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, and goodbye! In the Jewish world.